Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and happy Tuesday. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney and I'm your host of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. Today we're going to talk about wellness. We're going to talk about authenticity. We are going to talk about being in alignment with yourself on all levels, not just spiritually, not just with your health, having your mind right, having your counsel right. We're going to talk about it all today. And our guest is none other than Kelly Michelle. Kelly Michelle and I met live in Orange County, California this summer. And we have the pleasure now of doing some collaborative work and getting to talk today about you as a whole person, entrepreneurship, leadership, all the topics that we care about here. She's a wellness educator and a certified coach. She is the founder and owner of the Institute for Health by Faith, and she's the author as well. So that's very cool. We have an author in the house with the health and wellness passions born in her heart and her love for helping others live their best lives. Kelly coaches and also provides leadership development that encompasses spiritual health, physical health, and relational health, where individuals will learn skills to help them enhance their lives. Uh, Kelly, welcome to the podcast. We're so glad to have you on. Good morning. Thank you so much. And I was thinking, what a perfect day, too, because it's the start of a new month. So happy February. Yes, absolutely. So many new beginnings in 2022. Yes. And I love this notion of us as a whole person. And we love that, of course, as well, that, you know, the person is the professional. And I know through your programs, you train people professionally, you know, to have a certification to do great work. And we can't lead others if we don't lead ourselves. And so we start with our own self-awareness, self-management, emotional intelligence, and then support others. Let's talk about that for a minute. What do you think is the importance of people diving into their own self-growth first before they can lead others? It's so good. And I love the question too, because a lot of us don't really dissect that, right? We just go on autopilot in life. We do, it's like Groundhog's Day. Every day we wake up, it's the same schedule and it's like start to finish. So it's really pulling back the layers and really being intentional with, okay, who am I? Who am I? What am I standing for? And how healthy am I? And I like to look at, it's almost like we have three brains. So three pillars, so to speak. So you've got your physical brain, you know, your physical health, you have your emotional, which is also then your spiritual health and your mindset. So when we think about wellness as a whole, it really says, am I really truly operating at my fullest in every one of these areas? Um, The other part that's really important is we think about our internal world versus our external world. So often externally something happens and it changes our internal world, right? We get in a bad mood or I like to say we feel like a snappy turtle because we're just so, you know, emotional. So it's really saying when we can regulate things on the inside, we then can handle the outside of what's really happening Mm -hmm. in a different way. And most of us don't realize, again, the physical part of that where that causes anxiety, right? And then that makes you have maybe a digestive symptoms. I really love learning digestive health because 
that's our, our gut brain, right? So it's really saying the way that we're designed is such a gift to say, hey, let me look at this area of my health. It's impacting this area of my health. So it's kind of doing it backwards. Like I said, most of us just da 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 like what's going on? And, you know, we'll just, you know, go through life where it's like, no, let's pause and adjust it so we can cut that a little bit quicker than having that same pattern keep happening in our life. Yes, I love that. We often talk about that inside of emotional intelligence with stress and triggers, and then how do we manage them? Sounds like what you're saying too is to bring consciousness, like come to the moment for a minute and notice what's really going on. And we're pretty much taught, since you and I are both here in the US, that, you know, we'll just take an Advil or just let's just put a bandaid and we don't really look at the root cause. And I love that, that inside out and outside in approach, where would somebody start if they're, they're really not that used to being in touch with what's going on with them? Yeah. I think like you mentioned, it's really just pausing to be present because most of us don't stop to feel, to really say, what am I feeling? What am I really experiencing at this moment? When we really start to identify that, that's almost that clarity that we get that then helps us make a different decision. Um, with my background in, in wellness and health, you know, I've, I work with a lot of women and I've always felt like it's like what's that next diet i'm searching for a diet and it's like no 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 it has nothing to do with a diet plan it's the choices you're making that are fueled by something else internally right so it's saying let's go internal to pause to say what do i really feel that's going on and then you take steps after that part to make different decisions that aren't emotional decisions. You know, they're really, it's that balance between emotional and logic because we need that. You need both sides, but it's really saying be present and then you get more clarity. A lot of times too, if you think of, you know, you've had a hard day at work or you're just like in the moment, right? I love that phrase, the intensity of the moment. So if you can pause, go for a walk, clear your, clear your head, just get out of the situation look at it as if it's a movie playing on the screen. I love to say it that way too, because you can see it differently versus when you're reacting to it. So it's really saying step one is just the awareness, what's going on. Then you can really say, okay, maybe I just need some more water. Or maybe I just needed to, you know, eat lunch. You know, it's all those different things that give you that wisdom that then comes next. Yes. I love that. We'll also do a uh, diaphragmatic breathing. So really yes. breathing from our diaphragm, which we're not as used to then our chest. I love the taking a walk, noticing, even rubbing your hands together, like anything I can do to just come back, yeah. come back. Get in the body. Yeah. Get in the body and notice what's going on so that yeah. we're not just like being pulled around while we're, you know, so triggered. Good. And on, on that thought, Lauren, it's so powerful when we realize, like, our, just think about how we sit. I love to talk about body language. I know we've talked about that before, but it's like normally we're like this at the desk, right? And we're just slumped over and we're like, Ugh. but I love to just say, like, every 10 minutes, like, how's your posture? Check that because that stores your emotions as well. So sometimes when you're feeling anxious, like you're you go caved in and you're not really as open and then you feel just the heaviness of that, like an elephant sitting on your shoulders. Yeah. So it's also, okay, can you get up and do 10 jumping jacks? Like that just changes so much. And it, it just, it gets the blood moving, but it just, whatever you can do to change your mind, because again, when we're stuck in something, it's because we feel like 
our, our feet are in cement, right? We are just stuck. But when we can really step out of that, it's just a powerful place that most of us don't realize it's so easy to fix that, that mm-hmm. then allows that balance to come in. Oh, I love that. You know, we talk a lot today, you hear on LinkedIn or in the news about, you know, burnout and the great resignation of 2021. And we hear a lot of those things. And I think what you're touching on is people really, I know I do this too. I'll just go throughout the day. Things happen all day long and I don't necessarily take time to pause. And then at night, let's say, when I happen to be putting my kids to bed, I know not everyone's a parent, but you know, I might be short with them and it really has nothing to do with them resisting brushing their teeth or them not wanting to put their pajamas on, but it's, I didn't process everything was going on throughout the day. And then there I am. And I think we feel this way as professionals. We don't process a lot of times and then they show up, right? My neck hurts. My stomach hurts. I love the the relationship. Oh, we could do in another life, Kelly. I I would have been like, you know, a holistic nutritionist or something. Yeah. It's so powerful. It is so powerful because when I started, so my background's health and wellness. And then I learned about digestive health and I was like, tell me more. I just couldn't get enough of it because I'm like, what a, a beautiful way to understand. Like that's that, like that's a direct, direct link to our, our brain. So it's like when we realize what's going on symptom wise or vice versa, it's such a powerful place to say that's the optimal health right there. So if you can fix inflammation, if you can work, you know, work on those parts of your physical health that way, that gives you that physical health that you really need overall tied then to your emotional health. So when I started to learn that, I was like, that's this, that's the the wisdom nugget there. It's like, that's the secret that most people, again, don't know how it really works. But when you can see like, that's the sense of my cravings, or that's the sense of where I'm pulling from my stress, my anxiety, you can control that in a different way. Same thing, like you said earlier with the breathing, that's a, a beautiful technique to just calm things down. Mm-hmm. But I think when we also, like we were saying, step into being present, you're just you're in tune. So if you think about like if you're um, on vacation and you're or you're planning a vacation, you have your map, right? You have your itinerary, you have your plane tickets, you've got your times, you have everything synced, but it doesn't feel like vacation until you what? Arrive, you step off the plane, you breathe in the ocean air where let's go to Hawaii. You're, you know, you stepped off the plane, you're like, oh, we're here. But it's like we have we live life like that, right? We're always in prep, but we're not there until we're there. So it's really saying, how can we always be there every day in, day out? Because life will go by quick, right? And we have to say, did I truly live today the best that I could with what I could? Yeah, we often talk about that. Uh, did I build a life I'm proud of? Or mm-hmm. how would I know that I intentionally lived a life that that mattered. And I think that's why if we take some time to have a conversation like this, Mm -hmm. listen to a podcast, journal, take some time. That's when it makes me really go back and think and want to alter things in the moment, which is all that we can really do, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's that part of we've been through so much that was unexpected. And I think when we realize it's like, how do you feel when life is good versus how do you feel when life is hard, right? It's two different outcomes. It's two different views, two different shades of sunglasses. So it's really saying, can we get to a place that no matter what is happening, we still have this internal peace regardless of what's happening. And and I think when we realize, 
you know, unexpected things are going to happen, but also our level of prep, it allows us to just kind of, like I say, have that perfect piece going through it because then we know on the outside of these trials, there's, there's beauty, right? There's beauty for the ashes that come. So it's really saying, this is how we can look at life, try something different. That's my, my love phrase is always saying, do it. It's so scary for you. Like just step out and do it because that's the thing that catapults you to the next phase. Most of us are like, oh, I'm not ready or what are all these what ifs? And I'm like, just do it, you know? And, and I can't tell you how many times in my personal life that I just was like, okay, I'm going for it. And I did it and it was easy. And I was like, what was I so worried about? So I love teaching people to find that that grit and that resilience because life is fun when you really face the hardships and you're just like, let's make this positive as best as we can. And let's, let's, you know, fight through it because on the other side of that, there's just so much more reward than what happens on the other side of that closed door. Yeah. I love that. This, you know, there's a lot of things that get in people's way of just doing it. And I, I tend to be like you, I'm an activator. You tell me to do something in a meeting, I'm probably already doing it while you're talking. (laughs) Yet a lot of people have kind of, you know, imposter syndrome or perfectionistic mindset. We work on that a lot with our clients. What would you say to that if they're like, Kelly, I want to just do it, but I just feel like I can't. Yeah. I, so I remember having this thought because I think when we think about our default setting, we're either usually operating out of faith or fear, right? It's, it's either or. And I think when you think of what can happen, we, we make it a big thing, right? It's okay. This is the worst case that's going to happen. And then we don't do anything because we're so afraid of that fear. So I remember a while ago, and I I think it was Dr. Michaela, she's in, um, I think Irvine, but I remember she had said, okay, well, what if you place just as much emphasis on it going right or on the faith coming through versus what we do with the fear? Because the fear is what keeps us stuck, right? The fear is just that, that limiting factor. It's that part that always, always gets in the way. So if you can, what I love to tell people too is, have you ever tried to coach yourself, right? We think about we talk to ourselves, right? We're in the car and we're like, duh, 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 self, which we do, yeah. right? When no one's looking, but it's really saying, can I actually have a coaching conversation to coach myself? What am I really fearing right now? Okay. What if that came true? What's next? How would I handle that? What's the worst case scenario? And I think the more that we have then clarity, it's the sense of relief that comes because we've thought about it, right? So then we say, okay, well, yeah, if this were to happen, then I could have this plan A, plan B, plan C. But most of the time, it's just stuck in our head. And and when it's in our head, we don't do anything. So I think that's the best advice is always saying, can you coach yourself through it? Like really dissect what's this thing holding me back, but also what's the positive that could come from it if I got over that part, if I opened that door, if I jumped, what's waiting for me on the other side? Mm. I love that notion of putting just as much effort and energy. It really doesn't take any more into what could happen though. And entertaining, sort of talking back, self-coaching. We talk a lot about that as well. Again, so it all comes back to that notion of emotional intelligence that we have to lead ourselves and then possibly we could lead others. Let's circle back on the gut health and our emotions and processing 
Where would someone start if they're listening and they're saying, well, I like what you're saying. I like knowing that possibly stress is living in my body somewhere, but I don't know what to do from there. Yeah. When you think about the nutrition side of things, you know, sugar and inflammation are like the two biggest culprits for what goes on, what really drives emotional, physical health, like all of that imbalance. So when someone's just starting out, I would say like, that's the best way to really be mindful of like, okay, well, how much sugar am I really intaking? That's something we can control, right? It is a habit. So it takes time to undo that. Um, But I love too, like there's, I forget how, um, like the theory of it, but it's like 21 days. If you stopped having sugar, your body like rejects it. So I remember years ago, I, I did that and I was like, I really don't crave it anymore. And it's such a, wow, you know, like such a gift that I thought I needed this. Um, I used to be, you know, venti frappuccino at Starbucks with like seven Splenda. I'm like, what? who was I? So when I look back and I'm like these little tweaks to realize, okay, that sugar was like an addiction that was then causing more anxiety, which then leads to inflammation, which then leads to not having clear brain. Then your level of energy, you know, it's this roller coaster. So you have that slump at two o'clock in the afternoon. So I would say the first place for that really see, okay, well, can I do a self analysis? Like how much sugar am I really intaking? Some people, when they don't know the, the mechanics of it, it depends on like, okay, even if I'm having carbs, I don't really say I grab cookies every day, but sometimes carbs, the way they digest can turn up as sugar. So it's really balancing my intake and then realizing, okay, all of this is dealing with inflammation, physically, mentally, emotionally. So again, moving your body. I teach a lot about exercise versus movement because most of us feel like we have to work out for every extra slice of pizza we had, right? It's like this pushing the pull, but it's really saying, no, like love your body, love, have body wisdom that helps you choose foods you know, the, that are right for you, the whole foods that your body needs. And then it really catapults your gut health because it's more balanced internally with what we call like our gut flora. So it's really mm-hmm. powerful to just see how we're, we're made, but how, again, all of these connect together. I love that. The connectivity, you yeah. know, not only the intricacies of our body being connected, but also us interconnected as human beings, yes. having conversations and the input we take in and, and having that awareness. So, well, Kelly, how do we find you? How do we find out more about you? Uh, tell us. Yeah. So my website is um, ihf.education. That is my leadership development program. And that goes over everything that we talked about today, Lauren. So it was, you know, perfectly fitting, but we cover a lot of that too, because you have to get in balance with your mind, body, and soul regulated together. And that helps you be that leader that we all have hidden inside of us. So that's the best place to find me. And then on there, you can, um, subscribe and then you'll get put in our email list and then we can book a call. There's all those links on there to, to be able to reach out to me. Oh, I love that. Well, it is in the show notes and you can also go to ihf.education. Well, Kelly, we love to ask kind of a closing question and that is what does rise up for you mean to you? I love it. Um, I kind of touched on it already, but I, I really think it's just finding something that challenges you and do it, like find the opposite of it. So if you're really facing fear on something, put faith to it, right? Find the opposite of what that is and then go for it. Because I think the more that we can challenge ourselves, we just said, okay, it's the first of the month, right? So we have 
brand new 30 days to really play with. Like, what can I do that I've not done before that will give me a different outcome that I'm really seeking? So it's really saying rise up being just that powerful person that you know you have inside of you without the fear getting in the way. Ah, I love it. Rising up and uh, and getting out of that monkey chatter, as we call it, right? That yes. monkey chatter. Oh, goodness. Holding yes. us back. Oh. Yes. Kelly, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much. Oh. My honor. Oh, fantastic. I love those kinds of conversations. Everything from being our best selves as leaders to entrepreneurs and just taking care of our gut health so we can have clarity in our brain to create and move forward. Well, it's been my pleasure to be your host today. And perhaps you're looking for a little extra confidence in your life. You can download our free confidence kit. It's six videos and a workbook absolutely free at riseupforyou.com slash confidence. I'm Lauren, and I'll see you next time on the podcast.